It's Sunday, September 18th, and this is your Weekend Geek Friend. Welcome to that weekend, geek friend. Uh, like I said, this is Rich here, and I just want to do too much stuff, right? So I want to like make my music for TV, movies, games, commercials. I want to hang out with famous people, Christopher Walken, uh, Chris Brown, Chris Hardwick, anybody else named Chris. Some other people out there are named Chris. I want to be a pro bowler. I want to be a programmer. No, I just want to do. Want to travel the world. It's just so much stuff I want to do. And um, this is all starts with just picking something and doing it. You got to stick with it and be consistent and just and just make it work. It's hard. Sorry. So once you give up, though, you're definitely not going to do it. So I guess I feel like it's better if you just keep trying to do it and not do it at all. And eventually, with uh, hard work and determination, you'll make it happen, right? Um, this episode, I'm going to talk about some Booster Gold. So there was a Booster Gold movie that was announced. Um, it's going to be made... It's, they got Chris Berlanti's name attached to it. Chris Berlanti is a guy that does the DC Universe uh, TV shows on the CW. So you got Arrow, you got Flash, Le- Legends of Tomorrow, and then you got um, uh, Supergirl now who's on there. And um, Booster Gold is actually a, a DC character who is from the future. Yeah, stole uh, a suit and like a time travel capsule and a security robot from the future, from where he used to work. Went back in past, joined the Justice League, was a goof off, made friends with the Blue Beetle, uh, Ted Cord version. Uh, everybody didn't take him seriously. He like was corporate, a corporate superhero pretty much. Like he got sponsorships to pay him, so he get paid while being a superhero. And everybody just thought him as a joke. So then some crazy stuff happened. He gets taken off. Uh, sees people die sees his close friends die like his sister dies a bunch of people die and he starts taking it more serious that's when Rip Hunter who you see on Legends of Tomorrow come in and Rip Hunter is like this time traveler guy who's been doing it for a while he's from further in the future where time travel is just a thing you do to correct wrongs in the universe pretty much make sure the time uh, spectrum is still the same and not messed with so he comes across Booster Gold and actually becomes Booster Gold's like mentor and trying to help him let him know what he can and can't do with time travel because of all the crazy rules of time travel. One thing he doesn't know, and I haven't got far enough, I don't know if he ever finds out, but Booster Gold is actually Rip Hunter's dad. Yeah, whatever, spoilers. Okay, so Booster Gold is actually Rip Hunter's dad. And um, he is uh, helping him out. He hasn't told him. From the last part I read in the comic book series, and I was—they're talking about making a movie, and the movie they're saying is not going to be part of the DC universe currently, the DC cinematic universe where it's all dark and stuff. And that's right; it shouldn't be like that because Booster Gold has some dark moments. There was a moment where he kept going back in time trying to save Batwoman or Batgirl from trying from uh, getting shot by the Joker. 
so she doesn't lose her ability to walk. She's like, I can change. He was like determined to say that he can change the past to make it happen. And Rip was telling him that there's certain things that are just fixed in time that you cannot change. Uh, but eventually he did end up getting Blue Beetle, uh, the Ted Court version, out and saving his life because he was killed by Maxwell Lord, who you see in Supergirl now. But he's actually a, a, a villain, a big villain in the DC Universe. So he was killed by that guy. And he was able to actually save his life and grab him back and take him back in time spirit with him. And they had some cool little Blue, Be- Blue Beetle adventures. But I don't think that the Boosted Gold movie should be a part of that DC Cinematic Universe. I don't think it should be a movie, to be honest with you. I think it should be another TV series added onto the CW lineup. Like, time travel is one of those things. And I guess you might see it like, oh, another Doctor Who, except this guy's a superhero. But time travel is one of those things that so much stuff can happen. You know, there's like adventures you can go on, different time periods. So many different adventures you can go on with time travel that just a movie doesn't really feel like it covers it so much. Like, it worked for Back to the Future because it was just sitting around these characters and just their personal lives and the future and the past and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. And it kind of almost worked for that. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I'll tell my head. There's a movie with Ethan Hawke where he was like his own dad, mom, like he was a girl and somebody found him. And then he got raised up and then he like, it's like, I'm determined to be whatever. So he went to try to join the NASA space program. But it turns out he had two parts or two reproductive organs in the system. And never able to have kids. So they decided to change to a guy. And then all of a sudden he was able to have kids. It was so, so weird, right? But in the end, Ethan Hawke ended up being the character that... Uh, I don't even want to ruin a movie for you. I'm going to find out the name of the movie. And I'll tell you next time so you can go see it. But it, that, that worked as a movie because there was so much going on. Like, the TV series would have just drug it out. But Booster Gold, you can have separate serial adventures. You still kind of keep the lightheartedness and the seriousness if it was a TV series. I feel like the character would be rushed more if it was in a movie. Because you probably only have, like, a two-hour movie. And you don't even really much have time to even touch on who this person is. You don't get to see the arc that he goes through that he does in the comic books where he just this goofy guy just off for the money. And then something happens, he gets serious, and then comes back around over time learning more about time travel and stuff like that to become more of a serious character and um that's that's what really makes uh good storytelling that makes the character last like you have um iron man had like three movies where he went through this arc of yeah this is who i am i do all this stuff because i can't make all this money and i like my weapons being used for this stuff and i want to fix that and you know he had to face consequences and come back around to being the person that he is now in this movie uh, and Captain America you see that he's been through a lot and this is what he's doing to it's like everything that's coming on is like just coming out so you got like you're able to build like a connection with him through those all the movies that he was in Booster Gold is definitely not going to get multiple movies he'll probably just have one movie and if they do it in movie form it's going to probably end up like Fantastic Four and nobody's going to like it so Booster Gold should definitely be a TV series I want everybody out there to look at that. Um, if you if you listen to this and you're in charge of making that a, a TV series or a movie, go to TV series because that's where it belongs. Uh, the Flash, they, see the DC Universe has a new Flash in the cinematic cinematic universe. And that Flash, the Flash is, is too much going on in the Flash's life for the Flash to be a movie. 
right? So they shouldn't even introduce his own movie they should, or have an origin story or anything in there. Maybe just talk about it a little bit because everybody should have seen him on TV by now and just put him in there. If they, That's how they should do it in the DC Justice League. All right, I'm rambling right now. Get back on track. Um, so I'm watching Teen Titans on TV. Teen Titans Go, the cartoon from the Cartoon Network, is amazing and for multiple reasons, right? Like, it's aware of itself. It knows it's a silly show, show uh, where they go on silly adventures or not adventures at all. And what, what you can say that this show does, instead of always seeing them, seeing them go uh, every episode, they're going out on an adventure trying to fight somebody or bring down a bad guy. This is, uh, you can say this show is what happens in between those big battles. And uh, they're just teenagers, so they're, like, really goofy and talk about stupid stuff and eating pizza and singing crazy songs and twerking. And um, it's hilarious. But a lot of people are giving it crap because it's not serious like the Teen Titans show was, the original Teen Titans. Um, but it's it shouldn't be because you if you if it, that came out now, the Teen Titans show came out now, it would not be the same as it is as it was. If you look at like Young Justice that came out, Young Justice was supposed to be amazing, right? Young Justice is like the next step after Teen Titans, and Young Justice didn't even make it that long as Teen Titans did. So Teen Titans would go the actual route that Young Justice did, where it would come out, it would probably last like a season or something, because there's they're going to either be recycling stuff that happened already, or they're not going to really have any new things to talk about or make happen, or the stuff that make happen is going to be like forced and not feel right into the Teen Titans universe, and they're going to eventually try to branch it off like they did with uh, Smallville and make them go into... Young Justice well actually saying they went to Young Justice and start adding more people onto the team and uh, try to change names and that's definitely not something that should work out. Now another show that was pretty good that I think a lot of people probably didn't watch was the Batman Brave and the Bold. I think that only lasted two seasons but like the first season was was kind of silly. You know it had a lot of crazy stuff going on like Batman the animation and stuff and how people talk are, are um, comical and that's fine because it, it's very serious at the same time. So when season two and the end of season one came in, there were like main characters like dying, uh, sacrificing themselves. It's crazy. And it was really good. Um, the way it ended was really good too. It actually had like a season, a last episode finale. So that was on Netflix. I don't know if you can find that um, on there still. But if you have Netflix, definitely check out uh, Batman, the Brave and the Bold. But um, back to Teen Titans. <laughs> so Teen Titans has this show, this episode uh, called The Night Begins to Shine. And there's a song by a group called B.E.R. that is amazing. And what happens in the episode is that um, it's like Cyborg has this song that he uses as like his pump up song to do everything. Open the jar of pickles, uh, clean the house. And it's, um, he has a tape taken in his chest and he puts it in and like, the night begins to shine and the night begins to shine and he's like doing all this crazy stuff and the guys are telling him no you can do it without the music so you need to do it and then something happens and he has to go out he's like I can't I don't have my music I'm not strong enough and then he hears a bird because they're telling him like he doesn't need the music it's, it's stupid why do you have that so then he hears a bird singing the song um making the musical notes to the song and he's like the bird was using that to motivation to build his nest so I can I can definitely use the song he pops it back in and goes save his friends that were captured um, 
and he goes this whole transformation thing. Uh, Optimus Prime, the voice of Optimus Prime makes an appearance in the episode. It's it's really amazing. So the songs are legit. Beast Boy is the best character in the show. Uh, Raven probably the second best, and then Starfire in my opinion. And uh, they're all pretty similar to how they are in uh, the episode Teen Titans. Raven has a somewhat semi funny side, which is it's pretty fun to see. Um, probably the worst character though is Robin because Robin's like a super control freak in Teen Titans Go and he kind of gets annoying sometimes because he just be doing stupid stuff because he wants to because he's the leader and that's he's like I'm the leader so you guys gotta do what I say and um, I feel like that's kind of annoying it makes sense if you look at like you know his uh, character how he is um, in the regular Batman series, stuff like that, you know, he's trained by Batman, so he's all like tense and intense and tight. And I guess that's what they're trying to get through in the show that he's like intense all the time about getting the job done and training and stuff like that, having certain things for certain reasons. Um, there is this episode where Robin has a Robin call to call all the other Robins, and they go, um, they have the old um, Dick Grayson Robin with the from the old comic books with like the no pants. And then they got uh Tim Drake. Jeff is he Tim Drake? I think he's Tim. And they got uh Damien is um Damien is the next one. And then they also have the the girl that was in the uh I don't remember what her name was, but she was in the the um the, like the Batman Year One uh cartoon series. Who was that? Frank Miller. She was in the Frank Miller Batman. And then they have, and I think there's another one, but I cannot remember off the top of my head. So that was a good episode too. And Beast Boy has, like I said, a bunch of songs in there, and those are all fun and funny. Uh, there's a one episode you can look up where he's uh, Robin talking about the be uh, money, uh, how the importance of money is, and you got to have money to get by and do all this stuff like that. And um, Beast Boy makes his own currency of bees. And like bees is like the high commodity in the stock market and everything. And then Robin's like, I need some bees, man. And Beast Boy's like, dance for your bees. And there's this whole dance for your bees song. That you can look up on YouTube, which is hilarious. Um, so if you haven't checked out Teen Titans, y'all, I mean, you hear me talking about it. It's pretty fun. It's funny. You get a good time, get laughs. Go check out that show. It's on Cartoon Network like all the time. And I'm pretty sure there's some episodes you can check out on YouTube or uh, CartoonNetwork.com. Last but not least, oh, last but not least, we're going to talk about Legends of Tomorrow and how I have not watched that show yet. So I have not watched Legends of Tomorrow because Booster Go is not in it. Booster Go would not be in Legends of Tomorrow, so I still won't watch it. If Booster Go was going to be in Legends of Tomorrow, I would probably start watching it. I don't really care about the characters that are in Legends of Tomorrow. There are all side characters in Arrow and Flash, and uh, they pulled them out and put them in their own TV show, and they still are sharing screen time. Uh, like your least fun characters, pretty much is what it is. Uh, Hawk, guy, Hawk Man, and Hawk Girl. So nobody really cares about um, Captain Code for some reason, and the Fire Dude, and there's somebody else. And Firestorm. Firestorm is a big character, but at the same time, he's a small character. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has such power, and you see him everywhere. 
but at the same time, like Firestorm could probably get away with having his own movie. Just show like the little origin of Firestorm. Uh, I'm not sure whose Firestorm enemy is, but it'd probably be like a big thing with him almost getting torn apart and the enemy is trying to take the power of Firestorm away from him. It's a fight that, and because if he gets torn apart, you know, it's a chance that he'll go nuclear and blow up everything, kill it, destroy the universe. So that's something that he should, uh, somebody should think of. Firestorm movie, make it happen. I just started watching The Strain right now, so that's a pretty good show. Um, it's not really vampires, but it's like a virus that acts as vampires. And there's like a host, but they just consider everybody's master. But they're like the Nosferatu almost type vampires. Like they're more like the the zombie uh, fledglings, I guess you would call them. The vampire fledglings that don't have a mind of their own. They just go around working on instinct. I think that's what they are. But I'm only on episode like three, so we'll see what happens then because... I think there's going to be some main characters that we look at now that are probably going to die. Don't give me any spoilers. Uh, I don't want to know. I just want to find out. I'm so excited for The Flash to come back on TV. Um, this is a very good TV series. I lost interest in Arrow a while ago. And I think it was because it wasn't just a show anymore. They always had the flashbacks to something he did in his past. It's like he does so much in his past. He got, got off the island. And you're like, how'd he get off the island? And he gets off the island. And they show him at, uh, like, in Shanghai or something. And I guess you just assume, okay, well, he got back on the island. But um, you don't really care about the stuff that happens then. There's always something that ties into what's going on now on the show. And then it goes into, oh, he's back on the island. <laughs> so the flashbacks kind of, like, kind of, like, made me crazy. And I couldn't take it anymore. But I am kind of interested in probably going back and watching the season because... Um, the guy they're going against now, I cannot remember his name. I want to say it's like Donovan or something, but I don't know. He, uh, looks like an interesting episode. I like that guy, the guys that plays him from, uh, I remember from Minority Report and some other movies and I liked him in all those. So I'm going to check out that movie or the TV show Arrow, probably season three, maybe is it season three or the season four now? Last two seasons, I'll probably go back and check out. Uh, I think I stopped after, uh. Laurel died, not Laurel, uh, the Canary, the original Canary died, and then I didn't watch anymore, because I didn't watch, wa I didn't like watching the actress that played Laurel in the Black Canary role, because she was not good at all, so that's my opinion, hope I don't meet her, and she was like, oh, you said I wasn't good, but it was just in that one spot, like, the rest of your regular Laurel spot was okay, but when you're trying to act tough, it wasn't that good. If you're listening, which you probably aren't. But if you are, that part wasn't that good. <laughs> but The Flash is doing something crazy. I hope this isn't the whole season because I was thinking that the whole season is going to be a little dry if the whole season he's playing with the Flashpoint stuff. some point about mid-season, he's going to have to either get his powers back or go back in time and uh, start fixing stuff again. It's going to start off with him running back, though, into the past and... Uh, creating an alternate reality because he saved his mom from dying and of course his mom dying was a whole catalyst of everything he went through so I don't know if he's going to lose his speed because he went back in time and the speed force you know he didn't get a chance to get in touch with the speed force and all that stuff or if he's going to go back in time and uh, try to access the speed force some other way because he has had connection with the speed force before but I am interested in seeing how it works but 
I am not interested in seeing how it works if they drag it on for a whole season. But I probably will be because the characters on The Flash are really likable and easy to get along with as a viewer's perspective. And you kind of care what happens to them and see how they grow or not grow. And it's fun watching characters in different uh, play a different role than they have been playing for so long. Um, I watched Eureka and I watched all episodes of that and there's a couple of episodes where they had to go through some weird changes uh, playing the characters they weren't used to. Like something affected everybody and they were all being angrier. It was really fun. But that's all I have for that ep- for this episode of uh, Weekend Geek Friend. Again, this is Rich. You can email any questions or thoughts you have on the show at weekendgeekcast.com at gmail.com. It's weekend, W-E-E-K-E-N-D, geek, G-E-E-K, cast, C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. You can also find me right now on Twitter at Sound. And I'll be having a Weekend Geekcast Twitter account put up here soon. It doesn't take long. I just haven't done it yet. And um, just give me any, any tips and advice. I'm on I, iTunes now, finally. iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can find the show. Uh, please leave your ratings on there. Like I said, any type of tips, you got advice, uh, comments, uh, rating, critic, criticism, it's all good. So I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Peace.